while I was in the hospital, I had a great experience. When these people sign up, <laughs> they want to be a nurse now. Like, I felt like somebody was in my corner. Like, you're going to get through this. They're on the front lines of coronavirus care, the ones giving support and comfort to patients isolated because of the illness. And at times, they're the ones kept apart from their own families as they work around the clock and put their own health at risk to save the lives of others and at times to make sure the final moments of some lives aren't spent alone. If we didn't appreciate it before, we know it now. Nurses are healthcare heroes. But studies show by 2032, Texas won't have enough nurses to care for everyone who needs them, unless something changes. I'm Erica Zuko, and this is Commerce Street, a business podcast from Ken's Five. We're talking about a projected shortage of nurses that could affect care, and one measure being taken to prevent it. The Texas Center for Nursing Workforce Studies says our state will need at least 60,000 more nurses and nursing staff workers than we're expected to have. That's based on demand for health care and the number of nurses entering versus leaving the workforce. And it's one reason why San Antonio schools like the University of the Incarnate Word are taking action and trying to make it easier for people considering the profession to make it a reality. This year, UIW's School of Nursing and Health Professions launched its new Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing, helping students get on the job sooner while still getting the lessons they need to do it well. We talked with Dr. Holly Castles. She's dean of the UIW School of Nursing. And we also spoke with one of the first students to participate. As with many industries, we're still working out the safest and best way to collect interviews. So for now, some interviews are over Zoom or masked with microphones farther than normal. We hope you still enjoy hearing the voices making San Antonio work. Well, I think that shortage, you know, has become very apparent in the last six, seven months, where hospitals have really struggled to get uh, enough staffing uh, and to really be able to meet the needs. And honestly, that need is only going to grow, not just because of COVID, but because we've got a real aging population and those people are going to require much more intense care, much much more community-based care, probably. We're going to want to keep them out of the hospital and, and, and reasonably healthy. So we're going to need more skilled um, nurses to deal with patients in situations that aren't really that easy to deal with. Dr. Castles also says the new accelerated degree was really a response to the demand they saw for a fast training program that gets students to work in less time. When these people sign up, (laughs) they want to be a nurse now. I mean, they would probably dearly love to go and applying for a job right now because that's what they really, you know, they've made a decision that they're changing their direction Mm -hmm. and they want a viable, flexible career. You know, nursing allows people to really have schedules that are not like the average person that goes Mm -hmm. to work eight to five. I mean, you know, nurses work two or three 12 hour shifts sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, they can work pool. They can, you know, there's a lot of flexibility in terms of even geographic location. And um, I think these people get a sense of what nursing is and they want it now. You're about to hear from Erica Valadez, who joined the first cohort of students in the program after she was inspired by a nurse that helped her. I was still kind of exploring the ideas of nursing. I had already made my choice. I was going to go into nursing. And so I was 
driving and I actually heard it on the radio. And yeah, from there I just called, got some more information. Actually, it was with my third uh, child, my, my son. I, he just turned two in September. And while I was in the hospital, I had a great experience with the lactation consultant. She really set me up. She helped me. And I was able to breastfeed for 18 months. And it was a goal. And I was able to reach it because of her education at first. And just her just enduring through the first few days while I was there with me of saying, hey, we're going to get this done. And don't don't just back down. And I have the resources for you. So made a huge impact on me. She says the program expands on previous college coursework meant for students like Erica, who are looking to transition from one career to another. I have a degree already. I am coming from the world of accounting. So I got a business degree to begin with. Um, and so I decided on the accelerated program because after you spend so much time in school, you kind of feel, do I need to go back to school? Do I want to go back to school? And so whenever I heard about the accelerated program, um, probably a couple of years ago, like right after I had my son, it was just one of those things that kind of was like, wow, I can go sooner. I can go faster. And, you know, those kinds of things uh, stood out to me. And so once I figured out the ABSN program, what prereqs that I needed and how to get there, it just seemed a better choice. We always saw a few non-traditional students in our program, but because it was a full baccalaureate program, I mean, it took them longer to get through. And I think they were ready to launch into their career um, much more quickly. They already had bachelor's degrees. Uh, and we knew that there were some uh, new, was new thinking and new approaches that um, we could do. And particularly now that more schools are online, we figured that these were the students that were ripe for an accelerated online program. So that's what we did. The program combines e-learning and simulations with clinical rotations at top San Antonio hospitals and local clinics but there's also a community care approach at UIW, consistent with the school's mission. The director says students first work with patients outside the hospital, at wellness fairs, shock clinics, and other health outreach events, giving students a chance to see the patient's experiences in their home and in the community. Yes, the first whole semester is really focused on community-based experiences while they are learning some basic skills. So the students, you know, our students just started August 31st. Um, they've already been out in the community doing immunization clinics. They've been involved with the New City Initiative and learning how to give shots, uh, and, you know, all of those kinds of basic things. So they've started that. Uh, we've had students that um, I think they will go in the next week or so to Haven for Hope and do uh, flu shot clinics there and, and begin to have conversations with clients. So that beginning um, idea gives them a sense of from where patients come from, what's the local community like, um, what um, is the status and health kinds of problems that these patients have. Uh, so they have a good sense of the context uh, of the patient before they arrive in the you know more intense hospital um, situation. Um, then they then they go to the hospital um, for the next three semesters. They have much more intensive, uh, more complex clinical situations to deal with. They say this approach is a big advantage when it comes to patient planning. It's a model that helps nurses send patients home with instructions they'll be able to follow and keep them from ending up back in the hospital. The e-learning portion 
now a norm for a lot of educational programs, also offers flexibility for students juggling work and family. They are more independent. They've got full lives with children. Um, and so we kind of acknowledge that um, a lot more, I think, in this program. We do have them come in and test. We do have them come in and do the hands-on lab and the simulation because while I suppose there are programs that do that distance-wise, it just seems to me they need some contact with professional nurses who can show them how to do all these procedures that they need to do. It's a lot of online learning. It's asynchronous, so I don't have a schedule. I have um, due dates, but I don't have a schedule. And my time in class is very structured. We have dates and times that we need to be here. They're very um, calendar, you know, like they're, they're on this date at this time. They don't uh, switch up too much. So it's very helpful with my family because I have three kids. And sometimes you just got to plan ahead and they're very aware of that. So when I'm here, uh, we have what are called like tickets to get into our lab. So they kind of prepare us of how and what we're going to be doing for that day. So last week was cardiac. It's just checking um, the cardiac assessment of the patient. So what they do is they set you up first of the learning, the didactic, and then you go ahead and exercise it. So it just really depends, but we're doing real life, what you will be doing in the hospital or in the community setting. And so it could be immunizations, it could be an assessment. It just really depends, but it's always hands on. The Texas Department of State Health Services says, along with getting more nurses trained, it will also be critical to ensure diversity in the workforce to offer culturally competent care. Plus, they need nurses to meet demand for different specializations and skill sets. With so many options, we asked Erica what direction she sees herself going. I really would like to be labor and delivery. I want to be labor and delivery. I would eventually love to be a lactation consultant. I really just, it spoke to me whenever I went through that whole experience, just how she was like in the fight with me of this is what you want to do. This is what you want to do as a mom. This is what's best for your baby in your situation. And so that really helped. And so because she was so kind and she was so understanding and like I felt like somebody was in my corner, like you're going to get through this. You have the power, you have the knowledge, you're going to do this. And so for some, it doesn't seem like that part of a task, but when you're a new mom, again, after 10 years, it can feel overwhelming. So lactation consulting is where I would like to end up. We also asked if she had any advice for people considering the program. It's like most nursing programs, it's hard, it's worth it. Um, I'm only a few weeks in, but already everything is tied to community, to nursing, how you're going to help somebody. And it's really the mission of UIW. And it's just, you know, extending the healing mission of Jesus Christ to our community and to educational preparedness of the health profession. So if anybody is really looking into this, it's really going to be, are you prepared? And how are you prepared? They're going to get you through this. And it's really what brought me here is the, the I guess, statistics of the school, how they uh, prepare their students to sit for the NCLEX, not only sit, but pass the NCLEX. And so that was a huge thing for me that brought me here to start dates. And I can tell you the faculty, I every time I come in, I'm in a good mood. I love, you know, working in lab with Dr. Carter, I mean, uh, Dr. Davila and Professor Carter, they've been great. 
they're always here to answer questions and if you need clarification, what aren't you understanding? How can I help you? What what can I do for you? So it's not only service from us, it's service from them. So it's been a great experience. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Commerce Street, a business podcast from Ken's Five. You can find other episodes about everything from coding boot camps to a college esports program by subscribing on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And you can learn more about UIW's program at kens5.com slash commerce street. Thanks for listening.